When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to New Mexico Black Rifle Operators Union. I'm your host, Sean. Tonight, I wanted to cover, well, today anyway, I wanted to cover a little bit more about the story from yesterday about the shooting that happened in Indiana. Turns out that the shooter, or not, I keep saying shooter, the good guy, stopped the bad guy at over 40 yards. And he engaged the target, the bad guy, in the first 15 seconds of the incident. Now we can talk about good guys with guns and bad guys with guns till the cows come home. The fact of the matter is that this young man, who's only 22 years old, had the training and foresight to draw down and engage a target at 40 yards away with a handgun. Uh, it turns out it's a Glock pistol. I haven't heard of the caliber. I just heard it was a Glock or see, read that it was a Glock. My guess is a Glock 9mm. Um, either way, it lends a lot of credence to how you train. Um, I personally have been on shooting courses where I've shot up to 75 meters with a pistol. Um... Can I do it? Yes. Am I super effective at it? I wouldn't say I'm super effective with a pistol. With a rifle, it's not a problem. A pistol, I can hit a 10-inch target at 75 yards. Um, it takes practice, though. And I'm a little worried saying that now, and I haven't practiced that particular shot on that particular course in a while. But I know that I've done it on that course multiple times. Um... Reaching out to 75 meters isn't a big deal to me with a pistol. Um, my dad used to make a shoot at 100 yards with a 45 ACP, uh, 1911 all the time, just for fun. So I, I understand the principles behind the ballistics, What you'll start seeing after, you know, mileage may vary, let's put it that way. Once you've shot a gun... You'll know what the drop is on the pistol after you've shot it over 25 yards or 50 yards. You should start seeing what the drop is. And I would highly advise you taking uh, your pistol and setting up a target at 100 yards um, on a sandy berm or something to where you can see where the rounds are hitting. And just training to see if you can hit it. Not that you're training to see if you're like... 
going to be a badass and have to take a 100-yard shot. But what it's going to do is it's going to give you more of an idea of the ballistic potential of the round you defensive round you use. Um, you will see that rainbow arc exaggerated with a pistol. Um, sniper schools train you with 22 pistols so that they can start showing you the exaggerated parabola with a pistol at like 100 yards. So you'll start seeing the drop and the windage you're going to have to adjust for. Now, most places you'd have to use a defensive pistol are going to be indoors. Um, however, there are big areas. This happened in a mall, in a food court in a mall. Look how massive a food court is, depending upon even like our mall in the little tiny corner of the southwest, northwest New Mexico that I live in. Our food court would be huge. Um, I could see 75 yards or 100 yards easy as a shot if you had to from the entrance of the food court to the edge of the food court, um, if not longer. So it makes sense that you would have to train or that you would want to train like that. I would recommend training with time stress. I've said that multiple times. Um, time stress is about as good as you can get um, in the civilian world without having to man up and get shot at. Um, there's nothing wrong with being under time stress. Um, it also helps you learn your weapon being under time stress. If your weapon jams all the time when you're training, when you're just out plinking, part of your plinking box of ammunition or the ammunition you've allocated for plinking should be at least a magazine or two for training. Each time you touch a trigger, you should train a little bit. And I say that just being a member of the 2A community and knowing where, we, where we're at in society, that if I have to use this tool, I don't know what's going to happen, where it's going to happen. And odds are it's going to be in a busy area, so I'm going to have to make my shot matter or count. I mean, shot placement is everything. And you own every round you fire. So you can't just empty, uh, say if you have like a Glock 19. You have 15 rounds, plus you loaded one into the chamber before that. So you have 16 rounds of rock and roll in that Glock 19. Imagine you getting stressed out and emptying 19 rounds in a crowded area like a food court. What's going to happen? Odds are you're going to hit innocent bystanders. And you are liable, and legally liable, as well as financially liable, for each one of those rounds that you expended when you were scared or stressed out. So if you can train to that high level of skill, um, this kid obviously had to have trained uh, to pull off a 40-round shot or 40-yard shot with a Glock pistol, whether it's a 40 and 9 or a 45, maybe a 357 SIG, maybe even a 10 millimeter. Think about how far you're going to have to be able to be effective with that round you're using. Now, 45 is slow and fat, has a lot of kinetics when it hits. A 9 millimeter to me nowadays seems to be the only pistol I really feel I need or would want to carry. 
And truth be told, one I carry most of the time lately, it's been my Ruger LCP Max. Uh, 13 rounds of 380. I don't feel underarmed. And I say that because that little pistol is very accurate. I am not, and I'm very accurate with it, I am not saying I like the 380 as my primary carry. If I had my way, I would carry a Glock 19 everywhere I went, or a SIG P229. And I wouldn't care. However, in today's society, it's frowned upon by some people, and being a more puckish person, um, meaning that I'm a little rounder and a little flabbier than I'd like to be, I print more. So, I, not because I want to, but because I have to in most places, is pocket carry. Or I carry my my Glock at about 5 o'clock, or 4 o'clock. No, yeah, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock is about where I carry my Glock all the time. Now, I have two Glock pistols. Um, actually, I have more than two uh, Glock pistols, but two 9mm, and I alternate between the two that I carry. I carry a Glock a G26 and a Glock G19, both Gen 4s. Um, to me, the debate on what you carry can be diverse and spicy, to say the least. And 1911 guys and Glock guys, I'm actually both in the same person, can honestly say that if you want the best trigger, you buy a 1911. If you just want the gun to work reliably all the time, regardless of the crap ammo you use, regardless of your lack of skill, um, that's where the Glock comes in. Now, I started with Glock because of an experience with Springfield. Uh, Springfield, I got a lemon, let's just put it that way. And I wasn't happy with Springfield's response to my uh, inquiries about service, time frame. And at the time, it was my only concealed carry that I had. Um, at least that wasn't something that should have been a safe queen. I have a 1911 lightweight officer's model, one of the last serial numbers ever made by Colt when Colt was still an American manufacturer. Um, they've been sold back and forth, I think they're an American manufacturer again, and they've just started spinning up making uh, Colt pistols, uh, rifles again. Uh, the black rifle, the AR-15, the one that scares everybody. But the training is what I mean. Do you actually get out and get in the dirt? If you wear contacts, do you take them out? If you wear glasses, do you take them off? Um, yes, most of your engagements are going to be inside of 10 yards, or 21 feet is what you would be optimal to keep them away, because someone with a bladed weapon can actually be very dangerous inside of that 21 feet. But how efficient are you at using it? Can you draw your gun smoothly and quickly enough? Smooth as fast and fast as smooth is what I was taught by my trainers. And it works specifically with a pistol. You don't have to be, you know, John Wayne or some John Wick badass 
to be proficient with a pistol or a rifle. You just need to take the time and effort and train. And if we're going to be members of the 2A community, and if we're going to be advocates and carry everywhere safely and be do the right thing, you need to train. Um, it is your right to carry, as far as I'm concerned. What's interesting about that story about this 22-year-old that stopped a mass shooting pretty rapidly, um, they still considered a mass shooting if they killed more than two people. So there were three people that died, the shooter and the two guys, uh, the couple that he engaged first. Um, but what I was getting to is this guy was 22, used this pistol, engaged in 15 seconds. That means he drew, acquired a sight picture, felt confident enough, and squeezed the trigger. That's training. I don't care what any whether this guy did it on his own or took classes, but what I was getting to, and I just had that train switch, so I got the train of thought back, was constitutional carry was just passed July 1 of this year in Indiana. So this man did this two weeks later he saved some uh saved a group of people i don't care what it what the news says um yeah it was a no gun uh, gun free zone i understand that i understand that a lot of bad things happen at malls though a lot of bad things happen at schools too however i'm more strict about not caring when i go to work in those institutions um, I can get to one fast enough if I can get to my vehicle because that I've checked into multiple times is still legal because my car is still an extension of the home even on school property. So do I have access to one? Yes. Do I have one on me all the time? No. Would I? If I Absolutely if I could. Um. It's more so because I have that shepherd mentality, that sheepdog mentality. That's what my dad kind of instilled in me, is that we're supposed to be protect our people, and the people we're talking about are the people around you um, at any given time. Um, I don't know why that translates or made such a big impression with me and my dad or with my dad, but it did, and it stuck. So the one piece of advice I've given before, I'd give to you again, train, train like you mean it. And in addition to training, definitely look at a first aid class. Um, one of the horrifying things they've done to me in some of the training classes I've done is had me role play where it was my brother or my sister or my girlfriend None of them were actually that, but I had to believe they were. And part of the role was that these person, this person was hit right in front of me. And what do you do with that? The sad fact of the matter is what they train you to do, or what my trainers trained me to do, was to engage the target, stop the threat, then help people. 
even if they're family. That's easier said than done in today's society. But the fact of the matter is, if you stopped and helped them, more often than not, you'd become a casualty before you could stop the threat. So the absolute best thing you could do is stop the threat. Get some training. Touch a trigger every day. Do some dry fire training. Make sure your weapon's clear. Be safe when you do it. Look at something for the dry fire practice uh, tools that they have. There are laser, um, as Sarah Gonzalez says, laser bullets that allow you to use an app on your phone and a target on the wall. And it actually reads where the trigger pull is. So it saves you some ammunition. In this day and age, ammunition isn't cheap. I understand that. So maximize the use of your ammunition. When you go out planking, because we all do if you're in the 2A, save a couple of rounds. Save a mag. At the very least, save a mag. And just train. And when I say roll around on the dirt, I mean like fall down like you're on your knees and you have to draw and fire. Fall on your back. Draw and fire from being on your back. You're not going to have time sometimes to, especially in a situation like this, to have the perfect shot. You're going to have to squeeze it off. Hunters have been doing it for years uh, when we take game. So that was what's different with training and training, changing your mentality. Some thoughts I thought about tonight. Um, I'll post this up tomorrow. Like, share, subscribe, be great. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.